I mean, that, the reason, well, I've had them outside on my new front deck. That's why they've gotten so big. I've got them on stereo. I mean, it's just my monster. And it's gorgeous, but it also has got a little mite on it I'm having to, that's why I got, that's why I haven't brought them in yet. I'm trying to get the. Spider mites? No, they're scales. Real gross. They don't look like bugs. They just look like, like they look like little brown spots, but they're scales and weren't, and uh, they attract ants because ants eat their shit. But you never see them move or anything. Are they beach aphids? I have no those idea. fucking things. I've no idea, I, but I, this is what I looked up. I looked up scales, like they're just little scales, but they will move plant to plant. I've got three plants with them on them right now, and so I've been treating them with nemol. I've done four nemol treatments, but you yeah, can only do them. Aphids. You can only do them every every seven days. The the nemol treatment. So I've done like three weeks in a row of the nemol, and I've got them all settled. And I'm congratulations, gonna, you're uh, you have better preventive measures than app harvest. <laughs> is that what they did? They didn't even think to use neem oil. What the fuck? So, yeah, I've had them on like a three-week rotation, and then I've cleared out one room, like my studio room. I've moved all the plants out of there, and I'm going to put all of the infected plants in the room together so that they don't fuck with any more plants, even after I get them clean. So what I found is that I'm treating them with neem oil. That's done the job on a couple of them. But then I have to use alcohol to actually scrub off the dead scale. Like They don't go anywhere. So once I do the alcohol rub down on them, I'm going to bring them in the house. And it's just prayers, thoughts, and prayers from there, I guess. Yeah. But well, I'm, but I'm still do. got them segregated into one room. I mean, I got operation going up there now. It's a fucking greenhouse. Yeah. It's too bad none of it's smokable. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Just pretty. Yeah, just pretty. It's beautiful. Have you noticed that black spot on the step up, well, up onto my porch? Mm-mm. It looks. Have you noticed that? Yeah, you pointed it's, it's out. It's rotten out. Yeah, no, it's fucking up on the branch above it are those aphids. Oh, what do they look like? They kind of look like scales, but they they are call they them big? they call them like boogie. See, these are aphids tiny. or something like that because they tiny. they do it like a dance if wasps or something. They're smaller than the end of my nail, like they're really small. What do they call them? like zigzag aphids or something. Aphids, but they fucking like take a bite out of the beach. Out of the beach, and then they shit, oh. and ants and wasps yeah. are like obsessed um, with bro. That's what I read. Yeah. I read, yeah, I read that the <laughs> ants can't. Something about the process in the scale uh, breaks down the sugar or something, or turns the something into sugar and shits it out, and ants love it. So then you have ants all over your fucking plants, and they like eat holes in them and shit. Boogie woogie aphids is what they're called. Boogie woogie aphids, yeah. so weird. I mean, I got my um, binoculars out and watched them a long time wow. the other day. Wow! <laughs> Every time, hey, is it slime mold season? Um, you see any slime mold? You can see slime mold um, pretty much all summer, really. Um, oh, is it summer? But I thought it was like the real hot, like oh well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I've um, I've not seen any around here. I mean, I feel like I've only seen them really high, like up on top of mountains, mm. Pine Mountain and mountains in West Virginia. I saw a couple stick bugs this summer. Did I tell you all that? Um, Did I mention that. I've seen. I saw one as well. I mean, I feel like I went years because as a kid, I love not stink bugs. Sorry, my house is full of stink bugs. Stick bugs. Stink oh, bugs. Stink bugs. Stink oh, bugs. everybody's got stink, stink bugs. Stink bugs every goddamn where, but stink bugs. How do motherfuckers get in? Stink bugs? I don't know. They're fucking. I mean, the other day I looked. 
uh, Ruby's tossing one up there, just fucking tossing it around, bopping it with her nose. Like, it's just fucking, Hello. they've moved in. We're just, at this point, I don't even kill. I mean, if you kill them, they stink like hell. I just put them out. Well, me and Terrence lived together. My mom gave us a dryer. And the whole back end of it was full of those, and oh, I didn't know it. Fuck. And we turned it on. Imagine burning stink bugs <laughs> in the house. Oh my! It was God. hard to deal with. A mass stink bug grave. I cannot imagine. <sighs> they like cremated them all of them. Oh my God! I read this article about them a few years Woo! ago. They they have this thing called thigmotaxis, which means they like to get in small spaces. And like wedge their little bodies in there. They seem Relatable. to all just be on my plants. Yeah. They just hang out on my plants. So I usually just don't bother them because I don't think they bother the plants. They don't bother like they they destroy crops, but oh, but not house plants. Yeah, I think they're fine. I, if they would eat these fucking scales, that'd be nice. I wonder if there's something I can introduce to eat the scales. I wonder if ants and wasps are just sitting around like all summer long, fucking like just dehydrating, like man. Can't fucking wait for fall for that boogie woogie aphid shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit hits different. <laughs> they just live for it, you know, like we live for, like, you know, funnel cakes at the fair or something. Yeah. The scales gross me out, though. I feel like my plants have scabies or some shit. It's like my scan, uh, and they've passed. This is what happened. When my sister went to live in RV full time, she gave me some of her plants, and her plants had them. And now two of my plants have them. It spread. Well, if you. Um, I feel like We're having hot. a garden and having plants, you will encounter some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. Some pretty gross stuff. Yeah. But that's the way it goes. So is the circle of life. And that's the way it works, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, I told y'all I have a little, I have a gift. I come bearing gifts. Well, break it out. We haven't had, we haven't had a deeply, deeply diseased in a while. You ain't talking about these coke nails and them bitching boots. Oh, is that? This is a gift too. <laughs> I love these boots. These are my They're fall. Nice. These are my fall ki- shit kickers. They're nice. I would love to step on a throat with these. Wow! <laughs> I, don't, you don't want to say that too loud. You have about six thousand motherfuckers being like, "Oh." Okay. Well, <laughs> pony up, baby, Please. Annie up. Peace. I need money. I got a green kitchen. I'm trying to buy Bristol. Please. Step on my nuts, please. Please, I absolutely destroy my chances at procreation, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, my coat nails. Yeah. I did, a, I did a photo shoot this week. I had to put some big nails on. What's the deeply diseased? See, the thing okay. is, is the reason why. It's because everything's you de- need, so you, deeply You need to revive it. No, <laughs> no, that's not why. The reason why is because I'm so sick of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give us, give us something. I'm so sick of the segments. You can't be more sick of it than I am. There's no way. Oh, buddy, let's let's have a contest. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, see, let's see who's more sick. No, this. Th- I mean, I do. I, I do think me and Tom are bitches to work with. But mm, I can see that. I won't say anything. <laughs> I show up dutifully and. Just- <laughs> Do my Let's do what jokes. I'm told. Yeah, yeah. That's not why. No, that's not. No. It's not even that. It's more We're like an exist. It's, it's no. Just... It's 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 more of like it's got nothing to do with the particulars. It's kind of the fans because they're pretty annoying. But it's mostly the fact that I'm 34 and I have a job that's like 
something like a 21 year old should be doing like, well okay no offense this... to 21 year olds out okay, there well, i was 21 year old once i want to defi- i want to i <laughs> went to a water defend... plant when i was 21 i had a 35 year old job when i was 21 and a 21 year old job when yeah. i was 30 i was a janitor when i was 21 oh, that's yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> we're benjamin buttoning this i was a bartender i'll be a tiktoker by the time i'm 50 it's more the fact that i'm approaching middle age and i'm I feel worthless. I don't contribute well, anything to society. I want to. I don't blame you for hating this because one, it's a job now and jobs suck. Two, but I want to discredit that because that's all like that's truly cultural shit. It's just like yeah. we we like it's just we've memified podcasting, but radio's the old, like it's just radio. Radio's been an old man sport long time. You're right. The internet just gave it more legs, you know? Gave it a uh, youth serum. Yeah, we, we literally got our start in radio. It's not like we're just, like, pretending to be... Like, this is, like, we... <laughs> you're right. No, I mean, you're right. There's Radio is a respectable profession. It is an honorable and noble profession. <laughs> but I do fear that my father probably does not see... Um, he probably thinks that I am not... I don't make an oh, honorable living. My mom's <laughs> proud of me. My mom is very proud that I don't have to work hard. She loves that. I mean, okay. Because so she wants better for me than she has. She works too hard. You say it's a job, and you're right. Um, it's 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 definitely a job for me. But... Uh, <laughs> as opposed to me and Tom. As opposed to you, you two. And although, although Tom... Tom I feel like Tom is... Um, I don't know. Tom and I probably put the same amount of hours in for sure. I do in October just because of the yeah. shirts. <laughs> but has the shirt shirts went well? Pretty pretty decent. It's it's more like um, it's more it's more like uh, you could like grow food, even though that's not even a profession that anybody does anymore. Um, and spend your whole life doing that, and I think you could feel pretty fulfilled, or teach, or be a uh, a firefighter or an EMT or a nurse or something. Every nurse, teacher, and firefighter I know is fucking miserable. <laughs> well, the point is, though, like, what has a bit? What has. Okay. I think I asked you this the other day. If all left podcasts disappeared tomorrow, would that have a net positive or net negative effect on society? Do you think society would be better or worse? I don't think you asked me this. Oh, maybe also, I. I think I maybe I asked every other person in my life, like, please say negative and validate. <laughs> no, I think it would. Yeah, I think if it would be all, net negative. If all nurses disappeared tomorrow, it would be a net pretty, negative. Pretty rough. Yes, pretty rough. be it, bad. I mean, it may not be that bad, right. but I still think it would be pretty it, bad. If all say, teachers disappeared tomorrow, bad. I, if all podcasters disappeared tomorrow, probably good, right? No, I don't think so. No? I'd say neutral. All media makers? <laughs> I'd say neutral. I mean, look, the New York Times is printing literal lies. Not that I'm comparing us to them, but do you know what I mean? The paper of record versus yeah, us. Yeah, it's like, I mean, they're, 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 it's just a bad time for journalism <laughs> in general. Yeah, and that's right. not like I think we're some saving grace, but we at least aren't being paid to say insane shit. Well, that's we also that, don't that's have a fact-checking department. And <laughs> we also, don't have fact-checkers. Okay, sure. I would say we are being paid to say. Insane. Well, okay. But I mean, <laughs> no one is 
pressing us to tell lies. True. We're not being pressed well, even to, then, to spread misinformation. I don't even know what misinformation is now. <laughs> I, I sat down all right, all and, right. I, and I spent at least a day doing good, honest research into like, uh, me, Tom, let's do an episode about origins of COVID. Why not? I mean, every now and then. <laughs> why I, and, not? Now and, you know why not. Me and Tom like to do some science dives every now and then. Listen, I will tell you all. I but, spent. Th- but, then, but then people spend fucking three weeks telling you. You're, spending, you're, you're dangerous. Mis- yeah, dangerous. You're spreading mis- so then I'm like, well, okay, I could do two things here. I could stop listening to everybody across the board. Whether you have good feedback or bad feedback for me, I'm just not going to listen to you anymore. I could do that, or I could drive myself insane trying to like figure out what the truth is, and still never know. So I guess it's the first option. <laughs> well, I'd like to offer this. One is that I spent a f- very few minutes on the Patreon this week and immediately ejected yeah. myself because I couldn't handle it. And if people, if people were as critical of me as they were you, I'd already quit. I'd quit long ago. <laughs> Long ago, I'd have told him to kiss the fattest part of my ass, and I'd have been deuces. Y'all know this. No amount of money. Well, that's not I true. Know. I, that's en- not I true. envy you. I would have just been like, hell no, I ain't listening to this garbage. But y'all got thick skin. I- I'm proud of you. Y'all are brave, <laughs> both of you. Brave. Thick souls. skin's relative, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been crying about people being mean to me for three weeks. Two. But yeah, you're right. But the second, thick skin- a rhinoceros over here. <laughs> Number two, I've been doing my tarot readings again, and almost everybody, I ask them how they found me, and it's almost all Trillbillies fans. They always say, I'm a Trillbilly, which I love. Oh. And yeah, let me be clear. We have a lot of great fans. It's just, it's just, well, I just some say, well like, here's the thing, though. You have to apply across the board, which is what I'm doing. They're all neutral. No, there's no good fan or bad fan. Well, that's for exactly. your own. That's yeah, for your own sanity. That's for my own mental. But I just want to say that, in particular, yesterday and one day last week, Everyone I did tarot readings with gushed about us and how like helpful we've been and make them laugh through like miserable times and like I mean I just I didn't even I just hardly even could hear it. It was so sweet. I was like, this ain't even true. Where are you finding them? <laughs> They're so sweet. The ones that approached me <laughs> so told me good. I'm fat and can't read good. <laughs> God damn! Send oh. those. Send the sweeties my way. Dabble <laughs> further into the dark arts. Send I nobody Terrence's way. <laughs> yeah, no one. Sweet, bad, or otherwise. But anyway, I just wanted to offer that feedback. It was a lot of sweetness out of Alabama and Washington and Tennessee. I mean, all over. People just really loving us, and I was shocked. <laughs> what, uh, and you, you'd, you'd heard different from us too. <laughs> yeah, y'all convinced me. Everybody hates the dog kitten. Anyway, I just wanted to pass on the good vibes because it was for all of us, not just me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Um, maybe it would be a net negative if all podcasters quit tomorrow, but. I just um I just think that's the wrong way to look at what's, it. What's what's the right okay. You maybe you're right. I'll, I'll entertain you. Okay. I don't what's know. the right way to look at it? Well, you could I mean, obviously we could twist up any number of weird uh what ifs just like that crazy article we talked about on the Patreon of the scale of bullshit. Yeah, authoritarian. Yeah, like Yeah. So, anyway, I I just I mean, I did make a flip comment the other day. I want to apologize for about calling you a left podcast. That's not who you are. You're not a leftist podcaster. <laughs> You're so much more. 
when we were talking about the the weird uh I feel like we're a people. Christian rock band that has to say like no actually we're a rock band that just happens to be Christians. You know what I mean like like Switchfoot and bands like that would do that. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean people are obsessed with podcasts. People really I don't Well, the discourse this week is about true crime podcasts, right? Those yeah, are a little bit. Why is that? Like, are they like a net negative? And Katie Slinger made a good point. It's like they kind of subtly like promote the surveillance state. Oh, it's not even subtle. Them. It's not even subtle. Yeah, yeah. and they just like that is tr- yeah, the, really the, float a lot of fear mongering. They're they're pretty right wing. Very right. I mean, in one way, they really what they do is detail how inept cops are, how just completely fucking useless. But also they. Which sounds... Which sounds cool, but they're actually wanting tons of... Uh, Advertising. No, they're want, they're, they are advocating for tons of punishment. And oh, yeah, like punitive. Pre- in prison. Yeah, yeah punitive. Yeah. Like, they're very right-wing. I can see these, these people be the type of people that would, like, go and go to family of a murder victim into, like, oh, yeah. confronting, like, their child or loved one's murderer and like mm-hmm. saying everything you know what i mean like that type yeah. of shit you know just but not for any sort of catharsis or anything just for like their dumbass like podcast you, yeah. know I mean? you know what i mean so yeah they definitely support a surveillance state they support more carceral punishments like how are they so insanely and, popular though? and they i think this is maybe the worst part is they like force people to fear each other and that is pretty antithetical to any type of revolution, any type of movement in this country is fear of each other. Yeah, well, podcasts, or not podcasts, the uh, pandemic is doing a pretty good job of that on itself. Yeah. Um, why is that the discourse this week? Is that I'm the Gabby curious. Pizza? I'm curious. I don't know. I'm curious. Like, I, I don't know. I think someone wrote an article about there, it. There was like um, a, I did see a tweet when, before they had found um, Gabby... I don't remember the last name. Is it Petito? Petito? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like this true crime podcaster was like so excited to you know discuss the Gabby Petito. It's just like it was just weird juxtaposition of like their chipper attitude and like this really morbid, gruesome thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's popular because I'm offering a little bit of insight into this. Like three years ago, I had something really traumatic happen to me. Like, someone close to me died. And at, right after that, I inexplicably got really into true crime stuff. You know, like, for, like, six months. Like, it was a grieving, grieving thing? I guess. It was, like, I don't know if it was, like, a grieving thing so much as, like, I remember a, you going down some Reddit holes about, like, yeah, cases I, that were, like, open still. Yeah, yeah. and Stuff I th- like that, but I never associated the two. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that it's kind of like um. There's several aspects. Maybe there's a sort of like dopamine um, thing where you feel like maybe you're solving something, you know, like maybe you're a part of sort of like the QAnon thing. <laughs> you are a part, yeah. <laughs> well, you have me, you well, have uh, use in this world. Well, I don't know, maybe. A strange thing happened to me. At, uh, I went to my friend Aaron's wedding a couple of weeks ago, and uh, after the wedding, we're all back at the place we were staying and sitting in the hot tub, and all these people, or some friends of mine from college, were like, "Yeah, we just." We heard you got a podcast, and you know, like we've just kind of gotten into podcasts recently, you know, and all that kind of thing. And they were rattling off like the all the true crime podcasts they listen to. 
And one, I was like, well, when y'all ready to get grown, I'll introduce you to the... <laughs> To the real stuff. Bring over here into the darkness. Yeah. If you, you think you... true crime's dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Mueller, she wrote, or whatever. Yeah, that ain't <laughs> shit. Uh, but uh, it's weird. That's like sort of the entry point. And I think it, maybe it has to do with the same reason why we like, anytime you turn on TV, basic cable or whatever you watch TV with these days, it's like wall-to-wall cop procedurals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. All day long. I'm in the barbershop the other day, yeah. and it's just fucking law and order on repeat. You know? My ex was super into truth. She'd watch the ID channel all fucking day. Yeah. And I just would, creep. I mean, I was creeped out by all of it. I'd watch saying. a lot of forensic files and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean to imply that everybody that's into it is, like, traumatized, but I do kind of think maybe that might be one aspect of mm-hmm. it, but I think a lot of us are just scared. And so it's like, maybe it's a fantasy world where, like... Oh, I'm living in a lot of fantasies right now. <laughs> well, it's it's helpful in, in these trying times. Yeah. And I, Fantastical. And, I, and I don't mean to be like, uh, don't don't let people enjoy things type of person or whatever. Well, there, you know what I mean? Like There is an angle on the true crime thing that is... Well, you mentioned one of them, which is like the ineptitude of cops and like how a lot of serial killers are, like, cop-adjacent. But then there's, like, there is also another angle on it, which is, I mean, for example, like, the Manson thing. Like, I think there's pretty considerable evidence that a lot of the serial killers in the 60s and 70s, during that whole surge of serial killers, like, weren't a lot of them... I don't want to say all of them or even a lot of them, but I think that, like, a significant portion of them had been... Um, had gone through some sort of like government paramilitary training or MK Ultra MK, or mind and, control, and a lot or, of them too. Like when I know when they found Charles Manson, he'd been like raped and all the juvies and stuff he'd been in and out of his whole life and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I mean, look at the the domestic violence rates. Yeah, like all this data shows that this is completely ruining our our society. Yeah. <laughs> it is all of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but. People. Yeah. Katie makes a good point. It does seem like they exist for the same reason that like Facebook and other stuff exists, which is to sell you shit. Yeah. It's like get you scared and then sell you home security products. That's interesting. Again. If only we could sell a left wing movement. <laughs> it's like after after the Bernie thing kind of came undone. It's like now we don't have anything to... Didn't we almost have a... Didn't, couldn't we have done an ad? Didn't a mattress company want us to run ads for them or something? No, we never got approached by... We got approached we, by... Uh, you know, there's like these agencies that like link you with oh, opportunities, yeah. you know what I mean, or whatever. We have never... Yeah, I don't think we've ever been approached by any... I thought there was a mattress or something, which I thought would be pretty fun. I do think it's pretty interesting that we've never been approached by... Yeah, an advertiser. In five years. <laughs> I mean, I'm always saying it. We've never got our due. Yeah. He <laughs> says always saying it, people. I'm just kidding. I don't want our due. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't want what I Whatever's up to us, keep it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want it. I'm good. I'm good on due. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus. Okay, you want to hear this deeply, deeply yeah, disease? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I'll need to set up the scene here. Um, it we got it's a coffee shop. Okay, so it's already a little bougie. Um, but it's in a small town. Uh-huh. And Harlan, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's bigger than that. Not <laughs> not in Kentucky, but close. Uh, 
but it's in kind of a little bit of a bougie town, like a college town. A lot of a lot of college students work there. Like Boone, North Carolina. Yeah, something like that, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um the owner has come in recently to manage because the son or whoever was managing stopped doing that. Uh-huh. So, we got a new new manager on the block, which is the owner. Uh-huh. And she's apparently a real piece of work. The manager's... The owner, yeah. The owner, yeah. okay. Mommy. Mommy. Right. Mommy. <laughs> uh, we'll mommy we'll owner. refer to her as mama. Um, so, apparently, uh, one of the young, you know, young student employees um, got another job and was, like, ready to light it on fire on the way out. Like, uh-huh. they, he, like he already had another gig lined up, so he was like, okay, I'm doing this. So, they all make trash money, of course, but one of the main, like... One of the main things that the workers have been talking about recently that's pissing them off is the fuck they don't they're not allowed to take tips. And instead the owner has a fucking jar sitting out that everyone thinks is tips, but it is a diff every month she picks a different um call charity, charity yeah, yeah to donate the tip to donate the money to and no one's allowed to have tips it's actually a donation jar but most people don't even realize that and they're just throwing tips in. Also, just as a little aside and a you know public service announcement here whenever you put change in the jar of the ronald mcdonald house at mcdonald's that goes straight to the franchise owner's uh vacation fund yeah yeah i was was told that by several workers yeah damn that's well robbing well and what what usually happens in what this case is is that money those are that's tax write-offs yeah all that charity that's all these donations that's all tax write-offs for the for the owner i was at a coffee shop in albuquerque and they had like four jars set out and it was like you know it was it didn't wasn't explicit but if you looked close enough like the fine lettering one was like the yeah. National Foundation for Women, and you know, it's like something. Like yeah, that. Like, and the and the workers are all like, everyone thinks they're they're tipping us, but uh, we're not allowed to. Like it's not tips. That's why I shorten so, that fucking jar up. <laughs> right. So old Bubby decides, uh, okay, for my last day, I'm putting out a fucking tip jar, and we're splitting it. So he just puts out a second jar for tips, and he start they're they're getting tips. Well, she comes in. And mommy owner mommy mommy shows up mommy rolls through and he's already ready to like throw down because he's got another job he's ready to go out with a blaze comrade boy uh-huh. <laughs> this kid and he's like 21 22 so the respectable age yes you have very respectable, respectable job yeah when you do <laughs> stuff like uh yeah construction work and roofing <laughs> and uh so mommy rolls in and she realizes what's happening and like they get through a rush of customers and then she's like what are you doing she picks it up she's like this is no you absolutely cannot have this this is totally against policy this is like what are you doing exactly no and he says no that's my money i put that out we deserve like we are all paid terribly we deserve these tips i'm splitting that with everyone who's working on the morning shift today and she's like absolutely not and they're literally fighting over this basket Oh, fuck. In the, in the fucking coffee shop. And she, this is a grown old woman, is fighting with this child, this fucking 21 year old. <laughs> Over what? Like, Over yeah, $12. Yeah, like, right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, like right. literally pennies. Everybody's going to get it's three bucks with out of this man. Girl. And so she escalates by saying, This is supposed to be for charity. You're stealing. You are stealing this from charity. He says, Absolutely not. This is tips. These people tipped me. And she starts saying, You're stealing this. <laughs> 
put the, and she's telling him, she's trying to put it back into the charity bin, which is just her fucking tax write off. Right. Right. So boy clips her and says, "You're stealing from your fucking employees. You pay us nothing. You're you're selling ten dollar fucking frappes out of here. La la la." So he's like taking her to fucking court. Yeah. This bitch and she just escalates and starts. She's just screaming. So finally, it he comes to a head and he takes off. He takes his, he gets his cash, he, he, he leaves. Uh-huh. She's, and she's like, get out of here, you need, you gotta leave. So he leaves, like this is his, he's fired, he's quit, he's gone. And then my friend who's still at work, who had like talked to him all up through this, is just like on a fly on the wall now, listening to her berate and go ape shit. Now here's where it gets good. This woman says, now there's no one to cover his shift. And she's like, I have to go pick up 5,000 manos minnows like fish exactly everyone's just staring at her she said minnows five thousand minnows from my pond her pond and they're all just staring at her and she's just like starts yelling about all this stuff she has to do instead of work where she just like kicked this kid out and now no one's there to work like she's gonna have to work the shift she's like and i have to go get my son-in-law's truck because my truck has the horse trailer on it She's a horse girl. Someone, literally, the manager says, oh, you have horses? She said, oh, yeah. You might. And she said, horses are basically digging a hole and throwing your money in it. <laughs> she just starts throwing an absolute hissy fit. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> but this bitch yelling, I have to go pick up 5,000 <laughs> minnows from my pond. Can you imagine oh a more insane thing to say after fighting and firing <laughs> a 22-year-old over $12, over tips? That's amazing. Oh 5,000 minnows. I could not. I said, she was telling me this, and I was like, this is un... This, can you paint a better... You couldn't write that. Yeah. You could not make that up. 5,000 minnows. Five thousand men for her pond, her pond, oh. and I can't even take my car. It's got the tra- the horse trailer the horse on trailer. it. The horse trailer, and everyone's just staring at this woman throwing an absolute fit. Oh, it is. She got that fucking crazy over charity money that she is funneling out of, like away from her work. Over money she's funneling away from her workers for tax write-offs. It is one of the most surreal things to watch a boss. Have a meltdown, you know what I mean? Like a like um, a physical, emotional, mental meltdown, and like you can't laugh at least not out loud. I mean, you can obviously yeah. you can later, but like <clears throat> they have the power in the situation. It's such a weird, surreal feeling. It's like watching your boss throw a temper tantrum like a four year old, and but and if you smile, crack a smile about it, they can fire your ass or like you know lose it on you or. Well, oh boy, oh hero of the story, he made out with that money and he texted everyone who was on <clears throat> who was on that morning and said, "I got your I got your cut from the from the tip jar. I got you six bucks." Hell yeah. <laughs> Split it with everybody. He made it out with that fucking money. <laughs> well, I mean, also the other thing you should do in a cash business is just steal. Yeah, literally. Yeah, just steal <laughs> it all. You can't fucking yeah. But good on him for just using his last day to just fucking ruin this woman's day. At least. No, he's gonna go pick up my five thousand. Five thousand minnows. <laughs> I've never taken advantage of a last day at work. I don't think. At I, least not yeah. like that. Well, when I left. Um, uh, notable. Bell County High School. <laughs> <laughs> I set off smoke bombs in the gymnasium. 
No, I did. I've sent some scathing Stigma. emails, but that's not that's not near as good. No, I mean. Oh no, actually, I did um, throw a little bit of fit in a bar one time. Because by the time, oh my God, it, there was a sex scandal going on because it, the owners were a married couple. He ran the kitchen. She ran the bar and he was fucking one of the other bartenders. At the bar you worked at? Yeah, at the bar I worked at. And she was super, like we were super young and these were older people. And I was just like, y'all. And Was and, this a, uh, we see you at the end of the bar and we dig your vibe situation? Or, <laughs> but they no, own the bar. But they no, own the bar. <laughs> no, old girl was not into it. And she was abusing us as work like she was abusing us to pay him back Damn, like that's we, were, we were being uh, literally abused because he because he was, was fucking, quit, quit fucking the girl wow. yeah and me and her both lived in the same town so we would carpool together and it was just became and it all came out it all came to a head at the christmas party because he usually does. he's a fucking idiot he's he was he loved tequila he was like a tequila connoisseur and he had all these really nice tequilas and we, so we all got shit faced on tequila and it got Nasty. <laughs> Not in a good one. Not in a good. I've never had a good nasty tequila night. I'll tell you that. It's always went bad nasty for me. I ain't crazy about tequila. I'll take bourbon any day. But yeah, yeah it went ape shit real fast. So that was kind of a like I got to do some fuck yous to some people on my way out. I ne- I've never done enough fuck yous. I just sm- kind of. I feel the same way. My last breakup. I wish to God I had went just a just ape shit. I've been. T- I'm t- to these cunts i'm so fucking i I think the best on a breakup i think smooth as can be oh i was so sad you never want to get nasty and messy on i don't care what the circumstances you mean like for jobs like no. even when He's you leave a job, no, leave a job. Oh, relationships. Yeah. yeah, relationships. I think you. Need oh yeah, yeah. Jobs. No, I was too nice. I, well, I was gonna say because there are people that say like you don't want to mess it up. You don't want to mess up your um. Your resume. Your resume. Your, your letter, recommendation, your recommendation from Bo- Bob's Wing Emporium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Riverside Bar and Grill. Yeah. Home of the bi- infamous Bot Night. Fucking Days In of Moorhead, Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> UPS store. Yeah. Oh God! I've never, I've never even put like one of those on a resume. Yeah, I mean it is pretty sad. Like as bartender, we were literally making two fifty an hour, literally managing biker. We'd have five hundred bikes on the property on a Thursday night, and we're managing all these egos, drunk mm. bikers. Which bikers are usually pretty good. They usually like <sighs> keep each other in line. In my experience with them, but. You have not obviously not lived in downtown Whitesburg any time in the no, last yeah. ten years. Well, no, oh. the, the bikers downtown uh, are have been pretty much dicks. Remember that time I got drunk at Seed Time? Well, remember the time that I left my car parked in Main on Main Street when everybody was supposed to move for bike night? Y'all remember this? Yeah, that, we, <laughs> we usually had to deal with the brunt of stuff like that. Yeah, because me and Tom lived down there. <laughs> I was the only, my car was the only one on Main Street. People would dock on our doors. They would. Whose who's fucking white truck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Which implied that they were going up and down the street. Speaking of bike night, um, did you guys see this? This is in the newspaper, the Mountain Eagle for this week. State police sponsoring big car show here in Letcher County on Saturday. Um, uh, without the public's help, many children throughout the post district, the uh, state police post, would not get to experience the magic of Christmas, says Kentucky State Police Trooper. I cannot <laughs> deal with shop with a fucking cop. I've written a whole sketch comedy about shop with a cop, about getting pulled over. I just want to see the first kid. <laughs> shop with a cop. When the cop shows up to go shopping with them, they're like, oh. 
I don't want Christmas that bad. You know they bad. do. <laughs> I live in abject poverty. I don't want. I don't want a Christmas that bad. Come well, on. this is weird because what it is, it's um trooper, trooper Matt Gayhart um and trooper Michael Burton are the driving forces behind the first annual. Cruising with cruisers. Yeah, They're f- cruising. That's f- a funny thing. <laughs> Matt Gayhart is in uh, one of the X-Men movies. Really? Yeah. Like an extra or something? Yeah, extra. His, his uh, sister is Rebecca Gayhart, the actress. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Who's from ma- the Scream movies? Yeah, who's married to McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, in real life she's married to him? Yeah. I have no idea. Well, yeah, because she's from Knott County yeah, or something, I, ain't she? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Her He's brother like... is putting on a car show. What it is, oh, is they're showing old like police cruisers. Like They have a 1990 Ford Mustang that, that's like an old police cruiser. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Kentucky State Police will have three of its special show vehicles on hand. Including a 1990 Ford Mustang, a 1978 Ford Crown Vic, and the 2015 Camaro that was named a 92 Best Crown Vic, <laughs> a 78 Crown Vic. Uh, I was like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Have you ever heard? I mean, obviously, I've heard of stop like shop with the cop. Like we've talked about that a lot, but I've never heard of them like trotting out their old cruisers for like a car show. I, who cares about them? Yeah, <laughs> old cruiser. Some who you'd uh, see them like uh, probably shit that was over at Brookside, in Harlan County, USA. Is the seventy? That'd be damn. about the right timeline. There were uh, Natasha said there were a bunch of four wheelers parked behind the police station in town this week. They were doing some kind of four wheeler show. Who knows? They are so fucking bored. Matt's got a. I tell you this: if I was a fail brother, you don't see Eric Roberts going and being a cop, except for in you know, a couple of movies. Who? You know, like if you're just an actress's like fail brother, like just <laughs> yeah, go do B movies and live and just, off of her. Yeah, live off of her, <laughs> man. Don't be a fucking cop. Yeah, Letcher County is not doing great. Although, um, so we talked on the Patreon about how we've lost 28 percent of our population since 2010, but um, we've also the golden years we've all lived through here. I know. <sighs> Literally, I moved here in 2012. I moved here in 2010. So right at the beginning of that, we ran them all off. We Terrence, ran them. And you. <laughs> Smoked them out. Smoked them right out. We are facing a severe shortage of EMTs. That's kind of what I was getting at. I kind of might be go. I might go be an EMT. Just show up on crime scenes or you know car accidents. You'd be like just, bringing out the dead. You'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, like Nick Cage. Yeah, just drinking heavily Terrence. and driving around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go volunteer with Pine Mountain Rescue. Cause then you can then it's like uh, you're in the know. You get a radio and you'll know when weird shit happens. Oh, like yeah. people get lost in the woods. They and will shit. give me a CV radio. You're right. Uh, Hootman did. Here's Remember what Hootman there. was. We yeah. need to join, join the volunteer fire department or Pine Mountain Search and Rescue. I not maybe not Search and Rescue because I think you'll get bonded as a police officer. Really? And then PI. Then you have well. Un- I have been thinking about getting my PI license. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we just shit off. <laughs> No, no, but imagine what the accent. Those are good cops. (laughs) From being obsessed with uh, true crime, true crime, it's becoming an actual PI. God damn! I want to get into some shit, you know, like embroiled into some like shit and have to like shoot someone with my snub nose. Thirty. Oh my god! A friend, (laughs) 
<laughs> a friend literally texted me yesterday asking me about something. And I was like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't no big deal. And I was like, damn, I was hoping for some drama. My life's too good right now. And I think it actually what's literally the there issue. There are people that messy that just like need a little bit just to something. There ain't, not, there ain't enough going on. They were like, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like a little drama. If I could. It's Terrence. He ain't got enough going on. He's trying to seek in some drama. But <laughs> Seeking I think, it out. I think it actually goes back to the fan, living in fantasy lands. Like, yeah. COVID is so, we're, yeah. like, everything's so dystopic right now from, you know, the pan, like, all of the in and outs of the pandemic. I just want to start an extortion racket. It's my interest in PI. Well, it's that's why yeah. that is. Somebody yeah. says, somebody yeah. says, uh, uh, you know, I'll give you $1,000 catch my husband cheating, and then I'll just go to the husband and say, look. <laughs> Down here, fifteen. Down here, fifteen hundred over here. You were born for this job. Tom was. What do I hear? No, you tell him she's offering two grand, and you need four grand to flip. Listen, you could keep going up the line. I mean, you could just keep going back and forth with them until you both their retirements. It's bro code. Listen, it's bro code. So I'm going to do you solid for today only. Four G's, and this all goes away. In his wedding, people. Oh God, yeah. Everybody lives in fantasy. Tom like, was born to be an excellent con man, but he don't have the stomach for it. I, it is. I'm a con man with a nervous stomach. Yeah, it's it's the. I actually the don't have any qualms about that stuff. I just my my <laughs> my anxiety is more existential than like. <laughs> well, still, it gets in the way yeah. of you making money. <laughs> yeah, just my physical ailments. This idea, though, is a. I think you're right. Um. It's the same reason why all these like right wingers spend all day talking about like when the Civil War comes. Well, and the liberals do it too. The libs do it too. Everybody yeah. lives in the fantasy they want to see. Oh, yeah. And it's the same reason, honestly, that like there was such a big anti vax thing. Like, yeah. I mean, there are problems with uh, this vaccine in the sense that like it was literally rushed through FDA approval. I mean, no matter how you spin it, like yeah. I think that's kind of concerning. I got the vaccine. But it's like I do also know somebody who had a heart attack after getting one. Like, and they they couldn't say for sure that that's what caused it. But like, come on. But like, the point being though is that like a lot of people they want to live in that fantasy world where like the culture war they are engaged in on a daily basis like can actual can come into actualization. And the vaccine offered a a tangible thing it was like the first time that they actually got all this other stuff is abstract voting protesting but like not getting a vax or getting a vax it's like so tangible you literally put it in your veins it's like it's the first time that the culture wars actually you actually had literal skin in the game you had literal skin in the game right well, this right. is why I, I spiraled in the last week and and, and it honestly i think all spun from us talking recently about how like there would be way more vaccinations if Trump had been elected, <laughs> and me just kind of spiraling about that, you know, yeah. like how, how dystopic that is. It's like more people would have got vaccinated if if Trump were in office telling them to, mm-hmm. because we, you know, pe- anti-Trumpers would have already got would have just got it anyway. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what we were talking about. And it's just like so much of our health care have become like wedge issues and culture war issues like that, that the both parties are just using to raise money and get elected. And it's so much of it's health care. It's like they're literally playing with their lives. It's so demoralizing. It's over this abortion campaign that I'm having to do now. It's like 
everybody's like, yeah, we're, we're not going to raise money and this abortion campaign. It's like, I don't want to do any of this. We shouldn't have to be fighting tooth and nail for one goddamn abortion clinic in, the, in a state of four million fucking to, people. To me, to me, you know, and a lot of people have said things, uh, you know, our, our based turn or our conspiratorial turn or whatever you I want to call I prefer based. I am based for yeah, sure now. Yeah. What's like, that mean? <laughs> I thought that meant cool. I'm uh, not sure. It just, it's just... <laughs> You I mean, know it when you see it. Like it, porn. No, I mean, it's like you, you don't care anymore. You, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm fucking fucking mask off, you know. But like, I'm just so, whatever. it's so depressing that so much of our health care has just been. Well, that, well that's what I was going to say is like what everybody's like. It's just literal capitalism, bro. It's just like, uh, you know, it's just like to make money and da 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 da. It's like, it kind of feels a little like, you know. Like your friend that needed a little messy drama. Like the ruling class is like, nah, let's just kind of, I just kind of want to fuck with them a little bit. The plebes a little bit. Yeah, a little, I've got enough money. You know, it's just like, to me, like the, the whole idea of like, oh, they just do it so they can make money off of you. Well, it, obviously that's true because that equals power. But it's like, you've obviously never read Mike Carroll's books about LBJ, about the elevator man who used to be in the Senate. You know what I mean? It's like the currency of power spends way longer than money, especially in this fucking country. You know what I mean? It's like, and you're fucking crazy if you don't think that there is a class of people that don't get off on our misery. You know what I mean? As part of, yes, also too keeping us broke and penniless while they accumulate it. But I just don't like that whole like, oh man, quit looking for a fucking boogeyman under the bed. It's (laughs) it's capitalism, bro. It's like. Did you were you were you under a fucking rock with the Epstein stuff, man? No, <laughs> like, come this, on. This literally, this is a, this. I didn't realize until recently that this was like a lib talking point. That they're literally, it's like they're what that what is that the like system, big system blame, which makes them feel really smart instead of talking about the people with names and addresses that are straight oh. up ruining fucking lives. Yeah. Like, remember I did that training and I was like going off and, and someone like in the training was like, yeah, well, I saw where you, uh, this, you know, tweeted about um, about our leadership. And, you know, I, I think maybe going into getting well, going in on them. We're just talking about like, Come this. the fuck on. About how people think that, that capital is just this amorphous blob that's like evil and dark and like. There's lightning bolts striking and like slime <laughs> dripping off and just floats over the surface of the earth without form and void. It's just this, we don't need to indict people. We need to indict the system. Well, who the fuck do you think puts a system in place and runs it? Yeah, well, <laughs> I was wondering about this because I don't know if you guys noticed this. Last year during the primary, make sure it's 2021. It's, <laughs> it still is. <laughs> For last the next sixty something days. <laughs> last year during the primary, it was weird watching the Biden people pivot to systemic racism. Did you notice that? Like they they were all of a sudden talking about systems. They were like talking about uh, things are systemic. Like and it's just like that's the best way for them to weasel out of culpability. That, that, yes, that's exactly right. Like they they like by. Biden, one of the people who got us the crime bill, got us into Iraq, all of a sudden started talking about systems. Yeah. And it's like, huh. oh, gee, I wonder why. Of who course, was the architect of said system, Yeah, of Joseph? course racism is systemic. Of course poverty, like, of course these things are systemic. None of this, there is no oppression without fucking power. Well, all I think, of this power that they've uh, literally sucked out of us. None of us, and I'm... And, present company included know how to the right way to confront power in such a way that it like helps us make sense of this moment and to do something about it is there 
It's an open question. I think. Well, I think there is, but I just don't know if we know. I mean, because I think people have done it in the past, but we just haven't figured out how to do it here and now, maybe. Or in the sheer numbers that we need to do it for it in order for it to work and yeah. be worth a damn. Well, I think this kind of is why people like the true crime stuff. It's it's like mysterious, right? There's forces operating behind the curtain that like kind of gives you like I feel okay, if you're reading some like really creepy true crime thread on Reddit and like you get to a part in the story that kind of makes you like shiver or like you kind of have this like moment where you're like, "Oh my god, the calls coming from inside the house." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. you don't know what just happened or how it happened in the story but it's mysterious and inexplicable like i think that's a big reason why true crime is so resonant well tell me this why have we not been hearing more about the continuing the the all the declassification of alien shit well glad you brought it up tanya Someone brought this. Someone brought this up to me this week, and I was like, "I don't know, man." Yeah, well, you know cool. what I think it is. Um, there's a really good movie. That's too real. That's that's not mysterious enough. <laughs> well, I think that. So there is a there is like an added factor in all this. If you're talking about true crime, true crime is pretty straightforward, right? Like it seems that way, anyways. In the sense that, like, yeah. there's um three girls and they disappear from their hometown and like what happened next you know like yeah. uh, and it was it the creepy guy down the street or was it the um satanic pedophiles who run the town who want to use them for like ritual murder like I mean, that's that's pretty mysterious too but the the thing is it's like there's a power critique in it and then there's like another kind of just like a story where it's like okay maybe it's just a weird pervert who lives in town but then like but but in a lot of these stories, and the same with UFO, the the I don't want to call it the wild card because I think the they're the biggest sort of animating factor behind all this. But that is like the intelligence and military community. There's a really good movie called Mirage Men. You should watch. Yeah, I watched that shit on Terrence's recommendation, and I came. I went into that being like, "Oh man, yeah, I believe," and leaving it thinking. I don't believe UFOs are complete bullshit. <laughs> complete horseshit. And, and the reason, the, what happened in this story, it tells a story about this guy who who saw something outside of Kirkland Air Force Base, outside of Albuquerque, and he filmed it. And one of the um, like the intelligence officers at that base found out that he knew he that he had um, documentation of what he filmed. Some you know sophisticated what. They say in the documentary, this was in the early 90s, it was probably a drone or something. Something that was being, like, you know, built, workshopped, and um, tested out there. But it was completely classified. Like, it was not supposed to get out to the public that the United States had this technology and killing capacity. And so they sent intelligence agents, and they even interviewed one of the intelligence guys. Um, They sent intelligence agents to this guy's house to basically convince him that what he saw was a UFO. Mm. That they that he had seen... It was military shit. But it was military shit. This guy was a demon that was there. Yeah, shit yes. <laughs> and they, they went through um, extraordinary lengths to convince him. It was, a, it was like a PSYOP, classical PSYOP. Like, they really did go through all these lengths to convince him that what he was seeing was UFOs. And in the documentary they interviewed the guy and i felt like the guy was even psyoping the audience he was trying to be like 
but maybe there are UFOs. And it's like, motherfucker, you're lying to us, and we see it. There are no UFOs. This is like, look at a map of all the UFO sightings in the world. Like, 95% of them are in the United States. Like... I wonder why. I wonder why that <laughs> like, is, yeah. It's just like... This, I mean, there's shit like Oumuamua is interesting, you know what I mean? But that's, like, not in our sphere, you know what I mean? That's so you something think the declassifications is just garbage, they're just feeding? I think yeah. I think our conception of UFO, like, sort of uh, uh, encounter not encounters necessarily, but, like, UFO sightings and stuff like that, almost all military stuff. Yeah, even Mothman. Yeah, probably. I mean, who the fuck knows what that was? But Burnt it, the bridge to throw s- off the scent. I mean, something fucking happened, and it wasn't like obviously like a cryptoid, like, mm. nor yeah. was it a UFO. So, like, what the fuck was it? Probably some sort of military project. The current uh, American Horror Story season right now, double feature is all. It's like uh, Nixon, not Nixon. Uh, well, <laughs> Richard Nixon is the. Vice president, so it's Eisenhower, right? Right, yeah. So Eisenhower's the president. It's going through all this crazy alien shit where they're the. What ended, no up, what ended up being? We had a UFO encounter in West Virginia. What ended up being the cause of that? Um. Well, I wasn't with you. What was? What that? about all them drained cows? We talked to oh, what's yeah, his dick mutilate, about? Ca- ca- I don't know cattle mutilations. I honestly, I probably think that's also a military thing. <laughs> it's, it probably is. Who the fuck knows? Maybe they like built some bionic humid and just put them in a field and were like, see yeah. how many cattle you can fucking just like precision surgically remove their yeah. like organs. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Who I the mean, fuck knows? one of the like. There's so many elements of the pandemic to be just like freaked out about, but one of them is just how disgust, how nasty the U.S. is is being with the rest, of, like with hoarding vaccines, pulling out of the WHO, just like so, like we've just been the worst we could possibly be. We've we've behaved the worst we could possibly behave in a pandemic as a country. <laughs> We're bad friends. <laughs> oh my god, just 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 it's just horrifying. It's like. And we've just invested more in military to protect ourselves so that we continue to be horrible. Right. <clears throat> it's just... Eventually that's going to hit a dead end, though. Yeah, I mean, on a long enough timeline, it all does, for sure. When all their bullets expire. <laughs> no, I don't know. Do bullets expire? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I have um, some friends... Um, well, the term friends, you should take loosely but who lived just right over here on Jenkins Road and they were digging in their garden one day and they found a gun in the buried in the garden from like the 1950s hot had to have been a murdered weapon Pro- murdered weapon oh, or a PI yeah. that has snub nose going to a PI <laughs> he snuffs my with said I gotta make this go away where nobody will find it <laughs> buried in the yard buried, wow. buried in the yard Amazing. two feet deep <laughs> wait so does that show have Nixon like mm-hmm. who's playing Nixon I don't know the care. I don't know. It's not a good. He's not doing a good Nixon. Uh, he's trying. He's he's like <laughs> he does a lot of that. These UFOs, <laughs> Holden. And I mean, the only fun part is that um, it's like they play up that Eisenhower hates him. Oh, and so it's like yeah. the president vice president dynamic is very funny. Um, well, I well, mean, I'm sorry <laughs> I asked about aliens. <laughs> you know, I don't know where we were going. <laughs> Mysteries. 
Uh, oh, yeah. I kind of hope a Mua Mua is something. Maestries. I really, but. I have, I mean, I, I, it is a wonder because, it is a mystery because I have often wondered what would possess me to lay at my mother's house in front of her cable television watching a marathon of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Because it's literally just torture. It's at the, the all the content is absolute violent. Torture. How it sucks you in is amazing. It is. I know. I'll like watch six episodes and come out of it and be like, "What did I, I just, just do? I'm why would I last do three hours? Watching. Why would I do that to myself? <laughs> yeah, literally. Why? It's so depressing, but it just sucks you right in. Oh my god! I think there's something about police work that is a again. I mean, I think people like mysteries. There's something about police work that it's like. I remember used to, I I used to think this literally when I was like 19. I was like, I would love to be a detective. I don't want to be a cop, but I would love to be a detective. You know, like there's something about like solving a crime. That's or very a, a Texas New Mexico thing to do too. <laughs> and going into the only way you can achieve it without being a cop. Going into what? Just being a PI. You're just gonna be a bounty hunter. Just be a bounty. No, nah, I don't want you're bond. You're bonded. I don't. Oh, uh, I see. No, no, no. I don't believe that. I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it could be uh, fun. Could be fun. Yeah. Um. I don't think I. I haven't met any work yet that's fun. I, yeah. Well, I mean, this thing started. This show started out as a hobby. It was fun when it started, yeah. I mean, it's still fun. It's just yeah, I still I still like doing this. <laughs> Tom's like this we is act fun like we work in the salt mines or something like that. <laughs> it's not so much that. It's just um, what else is there I'm to just, say? I'm just whining about something that is completely. You're right, Tom. It's it could be wor- It could be so much this worse. This is always the cycle. It could be so much worse, oh. right? And at this point, like, we're locked into it anyways. Like, we are, we're trapped. <laughs> I mean, we have people paying us money so they can yell at us. Pretty much, yeah. But, like, there, there is something that's, like, not honorable about having opinions for a living. And they're not even good opinions. Like, the thing no, about the microphone is, it's a, it is itself is a psyop, because it's convinced people that, like, okay, I'm not smart and I'm not funny. I like, definitely so wouldn't I, stand behind any any almost anything I say. I, I can't stand behind. <laughs> yeah, I would say you need y'all need to give yourselves a little more credit. Well, the reason you I broke doing... you broke the Amy McGrath story. That's true. You, I mean, you broke some. Are, you do deserve an award for that. We are. We are. You think we're actual journalists? Mm, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but. I've thought about it before, like putting that on my passport that I never have used. Oh but, yeah, no, no! Journalist. If you put, put journalist on your passport, you might as well write spy. <laughs> you gotta stand. You gotta stand. Yeah, you might as well write spy. They will. You will end up in the closet if you no. do that on your passport. <laughs> but it seems more respectable than just saying. Podcaster. You write executive. 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 I just think about Associate. somebody. I just think about <laughs> someone writing. Spy on their passport because they think it's cool. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, go to Victor Orban's Hungary and write journalist on your passport and see what happens to you. Now, well, for like bios and shit, if I have to write anything, I put I just put media maker. True. 
Well, I've gotten um, more am- more ambiguous. I started my own the like my little podcast because it's like more niche and fun. It's it's because current events are not fun; they're miserable. That's the that's that's what's hard. It's like there's a mental there is a legitimate mental anguish at trying to comment on current events through the hell we are living in. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, yeah. and that's what I'm sure that's the pinch you feel. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, some of it, in the sense that like. Um, right. There's no floor, really. I mean, I I feel completely like uh, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's a scary thing. That's a, it's like a lot. It's like you know a loss of control on our own fucking society as they cross us. Well, yeah, yeah, that is part of it for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's. It's not like just podcasting. Yeah, it's not like just just podcasting causes you to have those sort of crises. No, like, it just um, documents it for everybody to say. Well, and it exacerbates it. Yeah, it probably does. Definitely does. It, but does it exacerbate it for other people? That's what I want to know. Mm, I gotcha. Because like the 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 thing is, and the reason why, um, like I was I was thinking about this the other night. Um, like the Washington Post had this. I'm up late thinking about the Washington <laughs> Post. Ill. This man's ill. This should be in the DSW yes, or whatever the it's called. DSW. Yes. What's it called? <laughs> it should be in the DMV. Wait, what's it called? The DSM. Yeah, the DSM. Like it that this, was close. This was in the Washington Post the other day. Will you fall into the conspiracy theory rabbit hole? Take our quiz and find oh, out. Oh, this was great. It's another quiz. It's another quiz. <gasps> so, okay, lists are out. Quizzes are back in. I, I'm here for the quiz. Yeah. I love the quiz in the Cosmo. <laughs> I, w- I was a teen girl, and I would buy Teen Beat and Cosmo and all of them and do all the quizzes. Um. Well, okay, here's what it says. And, and by the way, the reason I'm bringing this up is what I was thinking about the other night wasn't just the Washington Post. <laughs> And I and um, what what I was thinking about is like all of these media organizations now. The reason they're doing stuff like this is they are trying to cull their own audiences at this point, right? Like, so basically, they're trying to set the parameters on what is and isn't acceptable to think, right? And it's the same thing that we're doing and that every other media platform is doing. It's Except saying, we're we're expanding the boundaries of what's acceptable to <laughs> believe and think instead of shrinking. <laughs> yeah. Who believes in conspiracy theories? Statistically speaking, almost everyone. A team of researchers recently showed several thousand Americans a list of 20 common conspiracy theories and asked if they believe them. Does it list them? Yeah. It, These included false conspiracy theories. Again. False? Like, are, false. They, are they putting 9-11 false conspiracy theory um, on here? They put, what do they say about the Iraq war we being can't sold take to it. us? We they, are freaking <laughs> out, Terrence. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to it. What did they say about <laughs> The, I mean, the one of the one that pissed me off the most is John F. Kennedy because it's like of all of these, like you, th- like that one is so fucking clearly like the narrative, the official narrative is not re like real, like right. But yeah, they said John F. Kennedy assassination, five G cellular wireless technology, Obama birth certificate, COVID nineteen, and climate change. Like they throw all of these in in the same pot. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like the racist I- ones with the yeah, ones that. It's like uh, Tuskegee syphilis experiment, 5G, <laughs> oh, all this ridiculous my God. shit. Oh, my God. I mean, I 
also, this also feels like maybe another way to throw off. I mean, saying throw off the sense, very conspiratorial. No, it is. I mean, because like there is a critique of power in the truth behind the John F. Kennedy assassination, whereas the Obama birth certificate one is literally just a right, racist, racist conspiracy yeah. theory. So it's like, by throwing them in together, you taint the one that is an actual critique of American power. Okay, so are they calling climate change a conspiracy? Also, I hate to break this uh, to you, if no. uh, eight out of ten doctors agree on a conspiracy theory, <laughs> it's true, it's ostensibly. Not, yeah, what makes it conspiratorial? That's what I'm yeah. it's like, I like this. It says, the result, nine in ten Americans believed in at least one conspiracy theory. Then it's not a conspiracy. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. Wait, what was You said COVID and, cli- and climate change. Yes. What, um, are, what are they calling a conspiracy here? I don't. I think they mean like lab the leak pe- versus spillover. The people that don't think climate change is real, for example, climate denial versus. Okay. Okay. Look, okay. let's just get started. Let's get started. Which of the statements below is true? Oh God. Jeffrey Epstein, the billionaire accused of running an elite sex trafficking ring, was murdered to cover up the activities of his criminal network. <laughs> Obviously, that was true. <laughs> oh, but they they said that was wrong. <gasps> Okay, wait, when you thought, what? They don't let you do it. They you don't. know what people forget about that? Here's what people forget about that. The fucking... Here's what people forget about that. Do y'all remember that they made two attempts on his life in the span of like a couple of weeks? Right, right. Yeah. And they the, failed the first time, and it's like... The other ones on here, uh, President John F. Kennedy was killed by a conspiracy rather than a lone gunman. Also true, but that one's also false, apparently. The one that is is true... The FBI kept tabs on civil rights leaders such as Martin Luther King Jr. attempting to find compromising information and damage his reputation. It's like, yeah, but I think it was a little bit more incent. They literally tried to get him to kill himself. Yeah. And then they did kill him. And then they did kill him. And they killed him. It's like, which <laughs> Two of these are wacky, and one of them is like somewhat look, correct. Look, 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 this is so insidious. There's a lot to unpack here. It feels like. Um. We're over an hour, um, so let's let's continue this on episode two. <laughs> Should we? Do you want to continue it on the Patreon? Yes. <laughs> this is a little teaser. Come on over, come on over, baby. Wait, well, let me finish this part then, because the, there's there was four parts in this first question, um, and the first one was Epstein, the second one was John F. Kennedy, the third one was the cor- quote unquote correct one about Martin Luther King, the fourth one. Regardless of who is officially in charge of the government and other organizations, there is a single single group of people who secretly control events and rule the world together. And apparently if you click on that one, that one's false. It's like So when you click on this, they tell they reveal to you what their reality is. What their reality is. Yeah. Right. Okay, okay, yes. Uh, here's the thing. The Illuminati's n- not real. Like, there's not a Bavarian salon that exists into the day that Jay-Z and Beyonce are part of, okay? Right. But, guess what? You're fucking stupid if you don't think that there's, like, a class of people that run everything. You know what I mean? Called capitalists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the world leaders like Angela Merkel and other yes. people. Like, that, that's, those are the ruling elites. Yeah. Now, we can, you know, uh, piss Simone about it being codified into, like, a little, like, secret society or whatever. But, like, it doesn't matter. Well, there the, is a small group of people that run the world. Well, and the, they, but they want us to believe that those people didn't kill Jeffrey Epstein. They really <laughs> believe that. They really... Well, it's an easy sell, well, right? They, because what do you know about jail? Uh, 
pedos don't do well in jail. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like the wink and nod to like right. just prison violence, I, I which like, is disturbing on another level. All know? right. Like when you click on this. Oh whoa! So when you click on each one, it tells you how. The, oh wow! Okay, so we need if to you pause here. if you click on the fucking oh god damn it! If you click on the John F. Kennedy one, it already erased it. But it said wrong. The the evidence is overwhelming. <laughs> the evidence is overwhelming, huh? The evidence is over. Okay, I just want to point out the class of journalist the Washington Wait. Post had in the '60s. Ben Bradley, who was like doing coke and fucking like you know starlets on john f kennedy's boat and shit like you know what i mean like all those motherfuckers were not the, real journalists the, the, th- the weird thing about this is like the warren commission which was set up right after the by lbj had you know earl warren but also alan dulles on it and all these cia spooks Who? they decided that there was nothing to see here he was killed by a lone gunman but in the late 70s, there was the House Committee on Assassinations or whatever. And their report was like, something happened here. It was like a conspiracy. Also, I want to say like, this. I want to say this. LBJ, even himself, who was there, said that he had heard, what, four gunshots? Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question, just as like if you have two eyes. Does Lyndon Baines Johnson strike you as the type of guy that doesn't know much about guns and how they work? <laughs> Um, I like if you click on that, the last one, wrong. Many people have vied for power throughout history and no single group secretly has control. <laughs> like, uh, that's that. Okay. If, like if you think that like the idea that, uh, a group of powerful elites doesn't control the world, like that's woefully deficient explanation for how power works. Truly. I mean, even remember that moment in when there was like. 20 Republican candidates in the primary when Trump stood up on stage and said, I've donated money to every one of these people. Their doors have been open to me. Yes. When I say jump, <laughs> you know? they say hello. Yeah. It's like, that's what that, that kind of shit is why people love his dumb ass. You know, it's like he did pull back a little veil for a few dumb. Well, that's part of it. That's part yes. of it too, is because if they concede on any of these, then they have to acknowledge that there was something particularly mystifying about Trumpism. You know what I mean? And they don't want to concede that point. Yeah. Because it's not polite, you know? Um, do you want to, so there's six questions. You want to do three on main and we'll do three on Patreon? That sounds fair, huh? Okay. Does that sound fair? Okay. <laughs> All right. Number two, partisanship plays a role in what people believe. Um, both Republicans and Democrats are prone to believe conspiracy theories that make the other party look bad. Can you pick the true statement or will you be blinded by party loyalty? <laughs> Um, the first one, Republicans cheated their way to win the 2000, 2004, and 2016 presidential elections. Um, I've got something to say about that, but I'll hold it for a second while we go to the second one. Hillary Clinton conspired to provide Russia with nuclear materials. Third, during Ronald Reagan's presidency, government officials secretly and illegally sold weapons to Iran and used the money to fund Nicaraguan Revolutionaries? They said revolutionaries? Yeah. Not death squads? Yeah. Contras? Yeah. Oh Revolutionaries. Oh, What the Well, that's, fuck? I mean, that's part of what you were saying, too, about how you just put uh, Tuskegee and all that stuff in the same pot with, like, QAnon. They, haven't they admitted it's like, you know to what I'm the saying? Tuskegee? They've admitted that, haven't they? Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they put, they tried to obscure, like they did this with communism, well, by trying to attach admitted, it to Hitler. Yeah, and all right, whatever. right. They they admitted that they fucking whacked JFK too. Yeah, and they and still the don't fucking wash in the fourth one. Barack Obama faked his citizenship to become president. Okay, so like I don't. <laughs> 
think the fourth one is correct. That one is incorrect. Um, Fight citizenship. But th- there is a true statement in all of these, and it's like, um, I guess it's the one about Ronald Reagan. It's got to be the one about Ronald Reagan, right? In their read. I'm going to click on it. I think that's probably... About him funding revolutionaries? Right, right. That's the correct... It is! It's the correct one! (laughs) What? Okay, for those of you keeping score at home, apparently it's a conspiracy that that Republicans cheated their way to win the 2000, 2004, 2016 elections. But also... They may have cheated in 2016. I don't fucking know. They definitely cheated in 2000 and, and probably in 2004 and in 1980. They fucking colluded with the Iranians to not release hostages. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. in 1968, fucking Kissinger and Nixon went behind the uh, Democrat Party's backs and like talked with the Viet Cong like about yeah. the North Vietnamese, about like getting a better deal. Yeah. Dude, this is insanity. This is, this is malpractice. <laughs> this is what it is. But yeah, no, they didn't fund Nicaraguan revolutionaries. They literally funded the death, death squads, squads. Yeah. who were targeting the families of the actual revolutionaries. Right. That is insanity. I got to see what they say about the republic. Wrong. Republicans won. <laughs> <laughs> Republicans won fairly in two thousand. <laughs> What? They used the word fairly? Oh, fairly. What? I'm sorry. What? Okay, even, even if you believe... Okay. Even if you believe that one vote... Wait, wait. They, uh, they actually vote. say the Republicans won fairly, fairly. in 2000. The word fairly. fairly. The Washington Post says... Fairly in 2000, 2004, and 2006. Fairly, fairly and squarely being decided by the most undemocratic legislature in the world. Yeah, exactly. It's like, even <laughs> if you don't think... Even if you don't think something as... as as um you know mischievous as like rigging voting Vin- machines right, right, even right, if you don't right. think that how about gerrymandering beth or or the supreme all or the nine fucking- people on the supreme court yeah, how like, about i think fucking- tanya you're about to have a stroke you're so mad <laughs> you're so damn mad this is what i'm saying like when i was talking about the fucking new york times like I'd, i'm not saying that we are uh saving journalism here or nothing but these motherfuckers are are spreading mass fucking lies, and we are literally dying because of it. Well, that's another thing. Like people, I don't know. I I need to stop grinding my axe here. But let's just dial it out and say that like, um, Twitter and other platforms are like banning accounts for quote unquote spreading misinformation. And, like, you even see this with, like, the Kyrie Irving stuff and all this. And regardless of what you think about what Kyrie Irving's beliefs are on the vaccine, it is indisputably true that the government went back on their own messaging several times this summer. And you can even make the case that you can even make the case. So we've had this Delta surge and all these people are dying, right? The Biden administration was so cavalier about people being able to just be normal and chill and take off their masks and shit by July 4th that they 
I don't know if this was intentional or not. If you want to be really cynical about it, which I think you could probably make that case, you could probably make the case that they kind of encouraged people to get back out there so that the vaccinated people, who are mostly Democrats, would go and spread the virus around and kill the people who weren't Democrats who weren't vaccinated. Like, regardless of whether they did that intentionally or not, that's what happened. And and and, and again, whether they did it cynically or not, they still did it negligently. It still happened. The, yeah, but like yeah, they, still they happened, still did yeah. it negligently by like being cavalier and being like this thing's over. We beat this thing, Can, and then a fucking hundred thousand yeah. people died b- between then and Here's now. Here's a question: yeah. Does intent matter when you are the leader of the free fucking world? When you're the president of the biggest empire to ever reign? Like, uh, no, I don't think so. Does intent matter at all? I love this. Conspiracy theories follow a simple formula. Look at this. Powerful people plus use deceitful or shadowy means plus benefit themselves or harm the public. That's what a, the formula of a conspiracy theory is. Th- th- they if exist. That's your, if that's your definition, they're man. everywhere. Because that's what powerful people do. Well, let me taste. Let me taste. This I'm same lose paper. My fucking mind. I here's know, this a, here's, is, I'm crying. I just pee. I'm going. I'm losing <laughs> another I, example. Calm down. Of that. <laughs> Should we just pause it there and then carry it over? No, go ahead. Finish your finish your point, and well, then we'll do this it, it, third it, it, one, and then we'll. Then here we'll... was another thing I was going to say is like, I I go back to this all the time, and I think about this. It, like you know, when we talk about moving the goalposts of the government and stuff like that, this is undisputable. Bob Bob Wood, Trump and Bob Woodward's February second interview, February second interview. Trump says to him. Yeah, this thing could get really nasty. It's aerosolized. It's like, that tells him all the shit that's true. Right. In March, Fauci's saying, you don't need a mask if you're not sick. Right. You know what I mean? And there's like two, and, well, and there's then, two abdications of responsibility there, because Bob Woodward's like, supposed to be like the king boss of like journalism well, or and whatever he, to Didn't these he sit on that until like Til his six weeks for, ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because Literally. he's got a book that he that was coming out in October. The first time anyone heard about that was like June 2021, like on Colbert's show or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. I like, love- you mean to tell me uh, that, I mean, what a liberal could say is, well, maybe Trump knew, but Fauci didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, real world events sometimes follow this formula as well. Example, the Reagan administration acted secretly and illegally in the Iran-Contra affair, and the FBI did spy on King, but the key difference is that these real incidents are backed up by evidence, facts, and witnesses. Wait, so you're saying... Conspiracy theories are different! They're just theories! There's fucking evidence! <laughs> God damn it! I mean, it's not even... It's not even a theory that they armed the Contras, no. and that that and that they. Um, I mean, there's substantial evidence that they fucking threw the 1980 election. That they yeah. fucking meddled in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. The, didn't uh, they? Didn't Trump bring back? Do you remember when he brought back Elliot Abrams? And remember that news cycle? And Omar, right. Ilyan Omar was like giving him the business or whatever. Yeah, conspiracy theories are different. They're just theories. Most have no evidence to support them. They often connect unrelated facts to create an impression of plausibility. Yet almost everyone believes at least one. According to Enders, one thing I noticed a lot in talking to colleagues, journalists, and students, people don't realize that a lot of people just believe weird stuff. A lot of this commotion about conspiracy theories, especially in the last four or five years, is fueled by this complete misunderstanding of the basic contours of public opinion. Again, like, the whole point of these exercises is just to call their audience. Like, anyways. Paul? Are you saying Paul? Like, Cole, you know what I mean? Like, sort of, like, 
calling the herd. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's like you separating out. You the don't need to poke around any further. We've we've did the work for you, right? And here's what our independent review finds. <laughs> All right, we'll do this last one, and then we'll cut, switch over to Patreon. Number three. Conspiracy theorists commonly seize on subjects that most people have little expertise in, such as health and science, and therefore cannot be cannot easily be debunked. Half of Americans believe one of the claims in the list below, but only one is backed by evidence. Which one of these is true? They're saying there's no evidence for JFK's assassination. <laughs> you have to... Li- 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 this is insane. Which one of these is true? The dangers of genetically modified foods are being hidden from the public? True. The U.S. government secretly dosed <laughs> Americans with LSD in an attempt to develop mind control technology. Are they saying true. that? If they, if they say that's not true, I will lose my fucking mind. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. You I'm know not, they're not going to say it's true. I'm feeling you know fucking it. crazy you, right you now. Know I thought I thought MK Ultra is just a matter of record now. Okay. I mean, I thought here, by the CIA's own admission. Here we go. The third one: the AIDS virus was created and spread around the world on purpose by a secret organization. And fourth, the cro- they didn't stop it. They, they, they yeah, the, Ra- didn't yeah, the Reagan administration. They w- one of them even wanted to put barcodes on gay people so that they could fucking scan them when they fucking anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the intellectual forebears of like the Republican Party, William F. Buckland stuff wanted to tattoo homosexuals and people that test positive for HIV. Um, and number four, the coronavirus was purposely created and released by powerful people as part of a conspiracy. Okay, so um. Obviously, the the one that they think is true has got to be the first one. The dangers of genetically modified foods are being hidden from the public, right? They're saying true. They think that's true, right? They've that's got probably, yeah. I mean, because like the whole thing about GMOs is like it's such a wide umbrella. The fucking indigenous people before here practiced genetically modifying. That's why we have like 20,000 different kinds of corn. Right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. Like anything can be GMO. Anyways, oh, I was wrong. They did say the U.S. government secretly dosed Americans with LSD. Oh, thank God. They acknowledged that. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Tom's brain was broke. God, if they yeah. would have said that was bullshit, I was going to walk out. Um, wrong. Uh, anyways, I uh, let's see. AIDS. Let's, let's see. what. Wrong. HIV, like many pathogens, jumps from animals to people. But one in five Americans think it was created by a conspiracy. The correct answer. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, you know. When it runs roughshod through certain communities, and then the government response is, mm. "Good luck." Good luck. Like they won't even wonder why people fucking think that. Right. Yeah, they won't even give out condoms for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, and then if you click on the coronavirus one, um, the World Health Organization just restarted a probe into the virus's origins. The leading theories are that the virus evolved naturally or it accidentally escaped a lab. Not that it was created in a secret plot. So, like, just going off of what they say in this... Even the lab, I, like... I, I didn't even think... Okay, so, like, I've been pretty agnostic about the COVID origins. And if you even listen to the episode, I left plenty of room open for, like, anything. But, like, the fact that they say this, that it was, n- that it was not created in a secret plot... Convinces me that COVID <laughs> there's was a chance. Definitely, <laughs> there's a non-zero there's a chance. Non-zero chance <laughs> yeah. it was created in a secret plot. Truly, like, okay, this combined with the New York Times this week printing. <laughs> no, yeah, the I'm def- gonna save it. the defund the police. <laughs> I, no, I'm gonna save it for the Patreon. Yeah, okay. Let's save it because we need, we need to cut this off. Okay. I'm losing my shit. All right. Um, okay. If you want to hear more, the rest of this, go to patreon.com. P a t r e o n.com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. <laughs> 
Um, uh, $5 a month. Um, just go sign up for this. Uh, you can listen to the rest of this quiz. Or if you'd like to read it, go to the Washington Post. Um, it says, will you fall in the conspiracy theory rabbit hole? Take our quiz and find out. You can take it for yourself at home, folks, um, and drive yourself crazy in the company of your friends and family. Um, thanks for listening this week, everybody. Go to the Patreon. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.